0: Guys, welcome back to another TOEFL ITP listening Today, we're gonna to be going over part C. If this is the first time you're tuning in, thank you so much. My name's Arsenio. Uh, again, born and raised in Las Vegas. I've been living and teaching and training and doing so many other things out here in Thailand for seven years. So what I love to do, I love to teach these test preparation courses. So what I'm going to focus on today, we're gonna to get back into TOEFL ITP because I see that those podcasts, they go viral very quickly, anywhere between 250 to 1000 plays within like a couple of weeks. So I see that a lot of you do need help with this. So hey, let's come back. I think this is the first time I've done part C and it's only me. Now, normally I do some coaching and I put some little coaching snippets out there for you guys just to, you know, to make you guys aware that there are services outside. But today it is me, it is a screen share, and that's what we're gonna be getting into right now. So what I'm gonna do here, I am going to screen share and what you guys see here now, now going over. So again, guys, this is straight out of the Longman book, complete test one, all right? There's test two, three, four, five. All right, lots of good practice in here, okay? And what we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be focusing on the first part of the Part C. I like doing these in micro, right? So this one is about Everglades National Park. So over the last couple of weeks, I've taken another TOEFL ITP test. Got thrown off by a couple of questions on Part A because my mind went elsewhere. But part B and part C were just, they were a little bit easier this time around. I didn't have the much, the very, very difficult uh, segment or the very difficult test as I did before. But in saying that, guys, what I'm gonna be focusing on is technique building. Things that you guys and how to follow. Now, already understand that as of 2020, you're able to see the questions as I marked on video, if you're watching this on video, in red. Okay, you're able to see the questions. Last year you weren't, which made it very difficult because you have no idea what's gonna come. But with Part B and Part C now, you can just go along with it. You can tick some things out. And these are normally, again, there are many conversations within the main conversation. So what I'm gonna be focusing on today is again, where does this talk, uh, talk take place? you're going to hear it within the first 10 seconds. Now, you might be like, okay, well, this is a little bit weird, but you know what? Let me just wait till the end. I've done that, I've done that, and I just did that two weeks ago. There was a first question of part B and a first question for part C in one of the segments. I'm like, "Psh!" I'm not gonna answer that right now because I am just not, uh, I'm not sure. So then, When I was able to go back and think it through, I'm like, okay, let me just use process, process. Okay, no, boom, got it. So these are some good techniques that I use. You know, I don't want to quickly choose the right answer when I can eliminate the bad answers and it's easier to do so, right? So for those of you listening to me in my podcast, we have four questions. For those of you watching, I'm gonna scroll up and down. We have questions 39 through 42. So, first question is, where does this talk take place? A, in a car. B, on a hike. C, on a tram. D, in a lecture hall. All right, so what we're going to do, let's play this bad boy. Questions
1: 39 through 42. Listen to a talk by a tour guide in the Everglades National Park. Today, we're going to be taking a tram tour through part of the Everglades National Park.
0: Now, this could be very difficult, people, because he says we're going to be taking a tram tour. So then you're like, okay, but what about where right now? Where right now? Where are they? See, without seeing the question, this could be a little bit difficult because, again, going to is a future plan. It's not exactly where they are now. But... You're going to hear something at the very end. If you're not able to make a decision, don't make it now. Because there might be something at the end that will hit back to the first question, which is question number 39. So let's keep going. Now, meanwhile, we're going to be getting into that second question very, very soon.
1: Quite probably, we'll be seeing a number of crocodiles sunning themselves by the side of the water or poking their heads up through the water. Needless to say, we will not be getting off the tram at any time until we leave the area because of the danger posed by the crocodiles.
0: Okay, so, so that's the mini-conversation one. Finish. Now, question two. What does the expression crying crocodile tears mean? What does it mean? Okay. Crying crocodile tears. For humans. Not for alligators. For humans.
1: By the way, You've probably heard of the expression, crying crocodile tears. It is common to say that someone is crying crocodile tears when he or she is pretending to be sad or full of
0: Boom. That's the explanation. Got it? This is why it's very, very important to follow it. Now, for those of you who do not understand, I know a lot of you that listen to my podcast, you guys more than likely understand. But a lot of the Thai students who I teach upcountry, they don't understand. So I have to really break it down in micro, right? So question number 40, it says, it means they have big tears. Did he say anything that illustrates or anything that relates to human beings having big tears? Right, this is an idiom, crying crocodile tears. What does it mean to humans? Does that mean we have big tears? That's ridiculous, right? How about it means they like to swim? Human beings, we like to swim? So we say we, uh, uh, you know, crying crocodile tears because we like to swim, negative. It means they look like crocodiles. Do we really look like crocodiles? So if you don't know the answer, guys, bang out those bad answers one by one. That's gonna help you out a lot. So D, obviously, it means they are pretending to be sad. Okay, now we're going into the illustration in terms of what it means for crocodiles. Why do crocodiles have tears in their eyes? You're going to hear a couple of other things right now.
1: ...of regret. Crocodiles always appear to have tears in their eyes, but they are not crying because of sadness or even pretended sadness.
0: They're not crying because of sadness. A, out. They are sad. No. Or pretended sadness. Or...
1: Instead, a crocodile uses its tear ducts to get rid of extra salt from its body.
0: Tear ducts, extra salt. The key word is salt, to get rid of, okay? That's a good old expression, to get rid of. So obviously, C, they are getting rid of salt. Now, B, it says they are warming themselves. It said nothing about warming, okay? Now, regret their actions. I don't know if it said it yet.
1: A crocodile does not sweat the same way that humans do and must get rid of extra salt through tears. So if you see a crying crocodile, do not think that it's feeling sad. It is basically sweating through its eyes.
0: Sweating through its eyes. So again, I think they regret their actions. That was said before, but that relates more to human beings, right? This doesn't relate to crocodiles. And again, if a crocodile regrets its actions, that means it's on the same consciousness level as human beings. They don't care about their actions. They care about food. When was the last time you saw a crocodile crying because it ate uh, uh, ate whatever they eat? Doesn't make sense, right? Take out those bad answers. So now, mini conversation number 42, which then is going to go back to question number 39. This is all going to make sense now for a lot of you.
1: Look, over there on the right, there are two large crocodiles on the water's edge, right next to the fallen trees. You can get out your cameras and take pictures from here on the tram, but no, you cannot get off the tram to get any closer.
0: From here on the tram, you cannot get off the tram. So where are they? They were on a tram. There it is. So sometimes, yeah, yeah, this happens to me too, okay? And again, 42, question A for my podcasters out there, your photographs, answer B, getting closer to crocodiles, No, that's not a good idea because you might die. C, exploring the water's edge. Well, that's what they're doing and that's what it relates to back in question 39. So that's just reiteration. And D, getting off the tram. Getting off the tram could be a death sentence, okay? What does the tour guide recommend? Sure, yeah. Get off the tram, guys. Although I just told you that you might die. Get off the tram, go up close, take pictures. And if you die, that's on you. Negative. Okay? Negatory. So 42 is the answer. And referring back to number 39, where are they? Are they in a car? No. On a hike? No. On a tram? Yes, because he said do not get off the tram. And they are not on well, obviously, they are not in a lecture hall. So, in saying that, guys, I hope you understand. I hope you understand up the specific conversations that are happening within. Again, they speak at a more uh, rapid rate on the test itself compared to these Longman tests. Uh, but again, for those of you who don't understand English very well, process of elimination. Try piecing this information together. You'll be able to at least take out two bad answers and then you'll have to make an educated guess. For those of you who have listening skills above, woo-hoo, this should be no problem. So in saying that guys, focus on the mini conversations and go along each question, because there will be a stoppage, there will be a a long pause, a thought group within each of those conversations, indicating that it's going to transition over to another mini conversation, okay? So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful video. If you're watching this on YouTube, or if you're watching this on Facebook, or if you're watching this on Instagram, or if you're watching this just about anywhere. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys have any questions or any questions about services or inquiries, you let me know. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.